Hello, it's your host Sharon Lin. Welcome to Come Along Lunar New Year Special. 新年快乐 It is now Lunar New Year holiday in Taiwan. It's from January 20th to the 29th this year. Usually, this time people have days off from work, spend time with family and loved ones, have a full table of good food, give or receive red envelopes, and so on. But hey, the holidays might look different for everyone. Some still have to work, or you're far away from home, or togetherness with family isn't typically a safe or relaxing setting for you for whatever reasons. No worries, we've got a special show for you today with a guest from far away, a musician. Whose work is now playing in the background? Did you notice? The instrument our guest was playing is pretty rare to see in Taiwan. I'd say. Are you intrigued? Let's find out. Hello there! Welcome back to Come Along. I'm your host Sharon Lin. Today's guest is a very special one, coming all the way from the Netherlands. We have here the one and only Peter Jan Belder. Hello. So Peter Jan Belder is a celebrated classical musician, specializing in guess what kind of instrument? The harpsichord, and especially in music from the Renaissance to the 18th century. Peter Jan Belder studied harpsichord and the recorder at the conserv- conservatories of Amsterdam and the Hague. In the year 1990, he obtained the performing musician diploma for both instruments. Peter Jan is the winner of the international Bach competition in Leipzig in the year 2000. He has performed in the Netherlands and worldwide, including in Germany, Belgium, Spain, Russia, and now. Hey, Taiwan is on the list too. He's here with us for the 2023 Fitzwilliam Festival. The festival also features a chamber music concert with the Gleam Ensemble of Taiwan. So earlier in this introduction, I said Lee Wan and Oli because a really cool fun fact for you listeners: Peter Yan is so far the only known musician who has recorded all the music from the monumental Fitzwilliam Virginal Book, which we will dive into more later. And he has more than 170 CD recordings of Bach, Scarlatti, and more. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I learned that it is your first time in Taiwan. Yes. Yeah. One time. How do you feel? Yeah, yeah. How do you feel so far? Yeah, good. Yeah,、mm-hmm. busy. So I didn't see too much、uh, yeah. of, of the country. So you're here for the Fitzwilliam Festival in Taiwan. Yes. So could you tell us a bit more? How did you first get involved? Well,、uh, in in the festival, you mean, or in the Fitzwilliam Virginal Book? Oh, the festival first.、Uh, festival first. Well, well I've been working with、uh, Alice, and she she wanted、mm. to、um, uh, to organize such a festival and.、Uh, Well, she invited me, so it's quite direct and simple.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I was wanting to come to Taiwan to perform, of course, yeah, where they want me, I go. Oh, it's our great pleasure. And earlier you mentioned the Fitzwilliam Virginal Book. So for listeners out there, you might be wondering, okay, so what is this book? Is it a book? Is it a manuscript? So tell us a little bit about this fascinating old music. Well, it's quite fascinating story because.、Um, Time-wise, when was this set? This was set in the time of Elizabeth One. So、mm. uh, everyone、uh, of you who saw the movie Elizabeth, yeah, so、uh, around sixteenth to seventeenth century.、Uh, yes,、yeah. and、um, it it contains composers from that period.、Um, the manuscript is compiled by、uh, a guy called Francis Trejan, and he was at the time. 
in prison. Oh, why in the, was he in the in fleet prison? prison? Well, uh, it had to do with uh, uh, with r- uh, religion, but uh, mm. mainly because of debts. He, oh, he, yeah. he tried to buy back the land which was confiscated by uh, by uh, Henry VIII, Mm-mm. and uh, he couldn't pay off his debt, so he he was put in jail oh, till he till he. Uh, but that jail was a kind of apartment into the, and he could even travel while being in jail. So this oh, was wow. a, okay. that was a quite a funny s- a situation. He, ev- he, he even got, uh, I think, uh, eleven children in uh, oh. while he was in <laughs> jail. So I said, well, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have the historic background of the uh, Fitzwilliam version of book. Mm-hmm. So could you briefly, in your words, to describe what the music is like from this man? Well, the music is uh, entirely uh, focused on harpsichord music mm-hmm. or keyboard music. But keyboard, I mean uh, all the keyboards around at the time. So organs, maybe a clavichord, virginals, harpsichords. Mm. Um, and... The, the main composer of, of uh, these virginalists, as we call them nowadays, mm. uh, was William Byrd, mm. who um, can be seen as the founding father of this uh, this whole style. Wow. And uh, the, in the book are compositions compiled uh, by him, composition by him, but also by students like mm. John Bull, uh, Peter Phillips, um, uh, Farnaby, uh, Thomas Morley, uh, and so on and so on. Mm. These were all um, disciples, so to say, of, of, mm. of William Byrd. And uh, this this book was compiled in 1610. Byrd was still alive at, mm. the, at the time. Um, um, Elizabeth wasn't actually. Uh, then it was uh, uh, James I, but uh, mm. James I. Mm. But it's entirely focused on uh, harpsichord music. Mm. So uh, actually, the first time I read about read anything, learned a tiny bit about the instrument, the virginal, was from paintings, mm-hmm. especially paintings by Vermeer. So I feel like maybe listeners, you wouldn't know. Like I thought when I was uh, very little, I thought the harpsichord is just one instrument. But actually, from you, it's actually a family of different kind of keyboard instruments. Uh, uh, well, that, uh, that is to say, uh, the the virginals and the harpsichord. Well, it's the same family. It's mm. it's the the way uh, the, the 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 case is built and uh, how mm-hmm. the but but uh, the 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 way it 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 works. It's actually uh, completely the same. Mm. It's actually a, 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 a in English it's called harpsichord. Mm-hmm. So it's a harp with with keys basically mm. because it's it's unlike the piano which is. Uh, uh, played by a little hammer uh, mm-hmm, on the key. Mm-hmm. This is plucked by uh, a plectrum oh. made of a bird quill. Wow, wow. I love that fun fact. Yeah. So how did you become intre- interested in old music and specifically the harpsichord? Um, yeah, well, I've, I have been interested in early music uh, because of its music from uh, from ch- childhood already. I, oh. in, in Holland, we learn music by learning the recorder. Oh, actually, same in Taiwan. Another yeah. fun fact. Do you know yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, well, soon I started to play the recorder repertoire, which is early music basically. Mm. So that uh, that in that I became interested and. When I started to play the piano, I was very much into uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, mm-hmm. and um, 
uh, it's really frustrating for me to play Bach on a piano. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's why I ended up uh, in conservatory uh, studying the harpsichord. Mm. So that's uh, that's uh, the short story, so to mm. say. So I feel like when it comes to classical music, especially for, I guess, a younger audience, they probably think, oh, it's music from the past and people find it quite distant. They probably have never heard of, like in Taiwan, I've never seen a harpsichord in the flesh in Taiwan. The first time I've seen them is, well, in museum settings and paintings. Mm -hmm. So it's it's fairly rare to, to get to see that in Taiwan. So it's very exciting that we have you here now. So how would you introduce what you do to a new and likely younger audience? Uh, when I play the instrument, you mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, um, well, basically, I I I push down keys huh? uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that the instrument sounds. It if, if, for me, it's just an instrument, mm. an instrument which helps to convey a musical message. Mm. The musical message is what is in the notes, I w mm. w which was given by the composers, mm. and through my head, I have to interpret that. I I play it on the on 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 the on the on the on, a, on the instrument which which it was written for, mm, mm. and uh, you get my version of that story. That's basically what I do, I like uh, like mm. any performing artist who plays work from someone else. Hey, I, I love that. Uh, so it's about interpretation, and I feel like you're yeah, like you mentioned, you're interpreting this piece of music that was made in the past. And I wonder how much of yourself do you see and feel when you are playing music that was probably written hundreds of years ago? What goes in your brain when you're doing it? Well, I'm sitting here with a headphone on my head and mm -hmm. I hear myself speak. <laughs> and, uh, and it's basically the same. If, 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 if you read a poem, Mm -hmm. And I read the, uh, the same poem. You make a, a kind of different yeah. uh, interpretation of mm -hmm. it, and that's exactly what we do. We have a text now. It's it's in the musical notes, mm. which are just scribbles, mm. uh, and and we have to m make something a story out of that. Yeah. So if I read a, a children's story to my uh, my children, it's a long time ago I did that, but. Um, I'll put something of myself in it mm, yeah. uh, because I have, you do I, I have a vision. I have a vision. <laughs> I have a different voice. Uh, I'm a different person. So you take that, mm. and of course that's that's important. But it's not the main thing. The main thing I yeah, think should thing? be should be you deliver the message the composer wrote down. Oh, yeah. So you do. You How do, do you find that message? By studying it, by, by playing it and looking at it and uh, mm. trying to make it intelligible uh, mm. so that it makes sense. It's, it's like talking, uh, speaking actually, mm -hmm. or reading a, a poem. It's the same thing. There are lines, there are commas. There are, the commas are not mentioned and the, the, the dots at the end of the sentence and there are no question marks. Mm. But there are phrases and there, yeah. are, there are rhythms uh, w when we speak. We have a certain rhythm. We don't talk like that. So yeah. we some don't people do, but yeah, not so many, I think. <laughs> and uh, so you don't make music like that. So yeah. no, we don't. No, no. Mm -hmm. And how would you describe your style as a performer? <laughs> yeah, it's a big question. Or maybe even... Uh, no, I, yeah. I don't think about that, yeah, okay. uh, to, uh, to be honest. I think... <laughs> I, uh, I, um, 
in a way, uh, music has to come from the from the guts. I love that. Yeah, uh, and and not not merely from the head. Uh, you you can interpret, and it sounds very uh, sophisticated. Mm. And uh, but in the end, that's not I- what's interesting. What you what you try to convey is feelings or emotions, mm. affects as the, as they call it in 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 the time of of the of the baroque. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, uh, the the music g- gives it a certain affect, and you. I find maybe another effect in the same piece as someone else, but that's what I try to convey. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, that's the same for any artist, I hope. Oh, yeah. Isn't Uh, it? Yeah, that's really beautifully said. And you mentioned the Baroque. So I'm a huge history nerd. I love art history. Mm -hmm. Um, So especially dress history. And for listeners, you you couldn't, well, you will see, Peter Jan's fabulous shirt and the blazer he has on when you see photos. But okay, I got to talk about dress history. So especially in the Baroque, I feel like from the 17th to 18th century dress in general, especially for the upper class. And because of how the dress panels were put together, it sort of pulls your shoulders back a little bit in comparison to contemporary dress. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that clothing gives you a certain good enough posture to play keyboard instruments and I'm curious what kinds of clothing items do you gravitate towards for your performance or what items you would tend to avoid when you know you have to play the harpsichord for uh, a long time? It uh, doesn't matter I sit quite up straight. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. um, I, I think good posture is, is, is the way mm. the only way to convey a message. Mm. If if I sit li- like that behind yeah. the harpsichord, or I talk to you, story. if I talk Slouchy. to you li- like that, people can't see it, of course. Or yeah. I talk to you like that. That's mm. only centimeter difference, but it's and yeah, they the probably could feel it because you actually sound a tiny bit different. Yeah, yeah like you said, it's from the guts, and maybe it, it altered. Yes, bit, and yeah. of course, um, well, you have to you have to be grounded, and you have to sit up, and you can't convey a message. Uh, well, of course, you convey a message if you you hang in, in your chair yeah, or you're slouching. sitting or you're si- sitting in your chair. Mm. It's quite obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's body bo- uh, body language. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 after all, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So the how you convey a story with your instrument, also visually, it, it plays. It's all in the picture, and I feel like. I have to ask you, do you have a favorite visual depiction of a harpsichord playing or music scenes in paintings? Especially since you're from the Netherlands, I'd love to know maybe your favorite Dutch painter or it doesn't have to be Dutch. Well, of course, these, these Vermeer paintings are, oh, yeah. are, are beautiful, of yeah. course, but not because there is a, a, a virtual. Of course, it's nice to see the, 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 the girl standing behind, behind the instrument mm. with the right posture. People at the time stood behind their instruments because oh. they were much smaller than than uh, t- today. I you mean, mean they play standing? They played standing. Oh. Uh, of course, I'm two meters tall. Oh so yeah, uh, Peter Young's very tall listeners. Yeah. Yeah, you will uh, see that, it on the that, that is not go- That's not going to work. <laughs> uh, but uh, of course, the, the painting itself uh, with with the light and the, and the composition. Mm. He had a very uh, special way of of uh, of. Um, Constructing his his uh, um, paintings because he used a, a new device, the the camera obscura. Uh, camera obscura. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. You you can feel that it, it's actually maybe not so much from the guts, but from the from the head. But uh, it's s- still uh, 
it's 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 move move these are moving pictures oh yeah. i agree yeah. um, because in in my bedroom i have a poster um of um vermeer's the artist studio that i got from the kunsthistorisches museum when i was in vienna oh, yeah. so vermeer is hands down one of my favorite painters and i love that you mentioned light and dark so in the performance that uh, you're having at the national taiwan university yep. in taiwan the title we, i feel like we have to talk about it it has the word kuroscuro in it yep. which i learned it from a art history context mm -hmm. so um how would you approach a term especially for listeners who probably have never heard of the term before how would you approach this term especially how do you how would you like your audience in this specific venue in the university probably full of young people to feel from a performance well, uh, th this term um, means that in a painting, uh, the most important subjects are highlighted. Mm. And all the other uh, persons which are less important or all other things which are less important, they are hidden in the, they're darker or even very dark. The best mm -hmm. uh, best example is perhaps the, 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 the Nachtwacht uh, by, by Rembrandt. Mm -mm. Yeah. And uh, it's the same in music. Uh, you you hear a lot of notes, but of course, w w when I take a, a, a musical line, there's always one note. It's going to a certain direction. When I talk, it's the same. Mm. Yeah? Uh, some syllables you don't you don't hardly you, you do do hardly uh, pronounce. Mm. Uh, they go very quick and very soft. But the the main things when I say the main thing today mm, emphasizing. Uh, uh, this, yeah. uh, that's emphasizing that's actually uh, exactly what it is and that was a new thing in in in, in painting because mm. in, in medieval ages when you lo look to a medieval painting yeah. which is pretty flat pretty flat but yeah. also quite moving but that's a different a different technique to look at the world actually mm. and I think in early music uh, that's at least what I try to teach my students. Yeah. I use that word quite often, actually. Really? Because when you have uh, in this, um, with the Glam Ensemble, we play with four people. Yeah. So they all play four different voices, so to say. Mm. Uh, but there's obviously, most of the time, one the most important so the other have to have to hide away Make space and yeah. uh the compositions are m sometimes like that so mm. the, there's this section with this af effect and there's that section with that effect maybe co uh, contrasting effects and they're sometimes getting together mm. i mean that's musically the chiaroscura mm. um yeah, so it has to do with what's important and what's not important. Mm. And if we try to, and that's what we learn uh, when we go to music school traditionally, mm. every note should sound beautiful and very good. And in this early music, that's definitely not what we're looking for. Oh. Uh, we are trying to find a speaking quality of, of music mm -hmm. connected to the language. That's what they always said in that time. Uh, Playing playing music is like delivering a speech. Yeah. That's literally what Quan uh, Quan says. Mm. Uh, hey, and yeah. uh, more sources actually. Mm -hmm. so. 
Yeah, I love that you mentioned、um, one instrument usually is the highlight, and the other ha- the others have to make space for it. And yeah, but、yes. uh, but not、uh, it's not that the violin is the most important, and、mm. the all all the other instruments are、mm. subdominant. No, it's no. it's it's always changing,、mm-hmm. yeah? and that's what we're looking for.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like during the pandemic, I feel like we've all ventured into new things and. Of course, probably learned a lot more about ourselves because hey, it's a pandemic. And for me, I've been venturing to new genres this year.、Um, this includes jazz. I、mm-hmm. seldom listened to jazz before until last year.、Um, I have several friends who are jazz musicians, and、um, so I'm curious: are there other genres that you enjoy other than classical? Especially, do you happen to enjoy any pop musicians nowadays? No, pop, pop music is a little bit difficult for me. Yeah. Why is that? Well, first of all, I don't like、uh, um, amplified sound.、Mm. For me, it's 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 almost that's al- almost dead already. <laughs> <laughs> But my friends listening to this, they're all super excited. They they all love music, and when they know I'm in- in- interviewing you, they said, "Please ask him. Does he have <laughs> any、uh, pop singer that、uh, he likes? Probably no." And we want to listen, like what what his thoughts on pop music? <laughs> no, and, and about jazz, I、mm-hmm. I, I like jazz because like be, because it、uh, it's a, it's much freer. I mean,、uh, especially the older yeah, older the, ja- the older jazz. When we、uh, I went to the、uh, once to the North Sea Jazz Festival, which is the biggest jazz festival、mm-hmm. in Holland. But what I don't like about it that it's so loud.、Yeah. Uh, why <laughs> has it so be so loud that you have to、uh, wear wear ear、like、earplugs? Ear mu- yeah. I mean,、uh, for me, it's totally ridiculous. But、mm. uh, that's what I ca- can't stand about it. But、um, okay. And、uh, yeah, well, f- f- that's why I play a soft instrument, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I I really love that, and I I agree. I was at the Newport Jazz Festival in the U.S. I saw a very big one. I love it, but I feel similarly. It, it's very very loud. So I I do. I feel like my personal music taste is quite eclectic. And thinking about relating to a younger audience, but also、uh, I feel like you you love a good story,、mm-hmm. and it's a huge part of what you do. So I'm curious: Have you seen the 2020 animated movie called Soul?、No. It features a jazz musician. Anyway, it's an animated movie, and what I love about how they combine、uh, professional musicians, especially jazz musicians, is、um, so the team they analyzed videos of this jazz musician John Batiste. Playing、mm-hmm. the piano to better create animations for the hands of the characters, and I, w- I was,、um, I'm curious. Have you thought about? Has anyone ever approached you with with a project that's combining like cutting edge technology, but also the huge storytelling element that you're so good at with your instrument? No, not yet. Are you going to?、Uh. Oh, I would. I would love to if I have the. Okay, if I never say never. <laughs> one day, if I need this person, I know where to find you. Good. And yeah, maybe the, this show is out. Maybe some people they're f- trying to find a、uh, amazing harpsichord player for their new animation.、Mm-hmm. They know where to find you. Yes. And um. So you have more than one hundred and seven seventy recordings,、mm-hmm. and according to、um, your colleagues, and yeah, who's counting? Because you're doing so much、uh, of these wonderful recordings, and I'm curious, can you tell us which part of the recording process that you enjoy or dislike the most? 
what I enjoy the most is the preparing of it. Really? So what was it like? Uh, just be, being in the studio, mm. having having the scores and trying to understand what, uh, wh- what's there huh? mm. and and learning these pieces. And the, the, the recording uh, session itself is also very nice because you you get feedback. Uh, mm. We are, of course, most of the time alone in our studio and oh, yeah. we, we try to... Uh, and then you get feedback, and you and you can hear yourself back, and then you can think, well, maybe not. So you can change things. And um, so, how long does the preparation process usually take? Ah, uh, that depends on the repertoire you uh, you do. And of course, mm-hmm. it's not that I lock myself up for six weeks in <laughs> in, in my in my studio. And yeah. of course, you you do other things. I have to teach, and you have to play concerts and mm-hmm. do other uh, repertoire. And sometimes you have a la- very long preparation for. F- but during my Scarlatti uh, recordings, I did all the Scarlattis. Mm. It took me six weeks to re- prepare and to record uh, one CD, w- which was pretty fast actually. Mm. Um, for this Virgil book, I took much hmm. more time. And I, Around I, how long? I, I know, it's <laughs> difficult to say. Some pieces you uh, really need to... I, I sometimes skipped pieces because I thought this is not finished. I do something else. Hmm. Um, so I think some pieces I did work on for half a year. Uh, not wow. not, not, uh, not every day, of course, yeah. but uh, just to get it in the fingers and... Um, uh, and then the the recording process is very short, actually. Uh, oh. we, uh, we, I use two days for a, a one recording. Wow. And what I hate most yeah. about <laughs> the, the the recording uh, is is the, is the editing of, of 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 things. Yeah, yeah. Then you hear everything back, and uh, oh no, yeah. And yeah. of course, then you want to do it again, and it's always like that. I, I know. I, I learn to live with it. So, uh, at a certain point, you have to. Uh, trust uh, well, this is okay and if it's not okay it's not okay but uh, life goes on and we mm-hmm. go to the next project that's uh, that's how uh, but um, the, the editing process is, is painstaking <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel it as a radio show host yeah, uh, yeah editing it's the thing so uh, I love that you shared so during your preparation stages you when you feel like okay something isn't really working but you knew that it will work later on so you actually go do something else and then come back Yes. And continue. Yeah, of course. That's when when you write uh, articles, for instance, you have to, to write it and put it away, mm-hmm. and then you read it again and with a fresh look. And uh, you start, uh, you're going to cut, and you ri- rewrite and then put it away again, or you let it read to something uh, someone else, and then mm-hmm. you work again. So it's 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 the same process actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love that you mentioned you you know you revisit and you go do something else that brings me to the question that i would love to ask what do you like to do in your free time when you're not doing music oh boy yeah tell us um to be honest i like to be at the beach just oh. uh, just uh, being in the sun and mm. doing nothing that's that's the that's the, 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 best. Ul- that's the ultimate that's the ultimate yeah that's the best yeah, yeah. i lo- also love a good beach and, and then uh, of yeah. course in holland it's not always beach weather and it's far too far away so uh, i like to uh, watch a good movie and mm. uh, do you focus on the music element of movies no no it's all oh really 
because do you feel like it's because you do this as a profession and but or or do you find some i i personally i feel i find that some movies actually have amazing soundtracks uh, yes and, uh yeah. well if it's amazing it occurs to you but it's not something because it's always um or, uh, not in in the you you say i love classical music but that that's su such a broad Broad thing, yeah, it's very broad, yeah. Because I'm very specialized in this early music, mm. so I can easily listen to a, a, a Brahms, which I will never play, oh. and just enjoy it. And it's with, with good m film music, it's 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 the same. But uh, of course, the combination uh, image and music is is making the film the the film music strong, mm. and vice versa. But that's why there why there is. But if there's no music in a movie, that's sometimes it's occurs. Oh, really? It sometimes okay. occurs. Uh -huh. I love it. So Peter, Jan and Alice were so kind and invited me to the performance on January 11th. It was at the Ya Songfang at National Taiwan University. It was like a dream. Wish you were there. So please enjoy the first track of Peter Jan's recording of the Fitzwilliam Virginal Book, Volume 3. And 新年快乐! Happy Lunar New Year! <laughs> 